We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, everybody? Rob Doster here for the Field of 60. Today, we are bringing you another episode in our Off the Carousel series, where we will be joined by each and every new head coach to the Division I ranks. There are almost 60 of them. We're going to be rolling these out a couple of days throughout the month of May and the month of June. So make sure that you subscribe to the channel. And if you like this interview, don't be afraid to tap that like button. That stuff really does help our channel and help our presence on YouTube. It helps more people like you find this content. And since I have you guys here, make sure that you check out our Instagram and TikTok pages. We are going to be pumping out more unique content over there throughout the summer heading into next season. Like, for example, did you know that Penny Hardaway was shot when he was a player in college? I bet you didn't know that. There are more stories like that on those pages. The links are in the description below. So now, without further ado, let's get into another edition of Off the Carousel. Hey guys, welcome to the Uda 68 Off the Carousel. I am Aaron Robinson, joined by the newest head basketball coach at Georgia State, Jonas Hayes. So coach, thanks for coming on with me today. Thanks for having me, man. I, I, I don't think I'd be, uh, I, I'd rather be anywhere else other than right here talking to you. Now, Coach, I don't know if you know this, man, but I also have um, an identical twin brother. Uh, and so I, so my, my twin brother, actually, uh, me and him both played together at Quinnipiac and Coppin State. Um, and then we... Um, we were able to start this platform together. And we actually grew up in Washington, D.C., watching Jarvis play. That's right. Yeah, 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 man. So, so I hope you and your brother look more alike. Because the only reason I think I believe I'm twins is my mom and dad told us we were twins. I don't <laughs> think we look anything alike. But that's that's big time. I, I know for me, having a twin, having always somebody there that you can talk with, I guess that's why I got the gift of gab. Because uh, I talk his head right off his shoulders. Um, but it's a unique experience, man, having a, having a twin. Obviously, I went to school with him as well, and um, I wouldn't trade it for nothing in the world. Now, now, you know, during your press conference, you, you, you said you were going to try to find out if there was any other school that had identical twins on their staff. Have you been able to find that out yet? Can, 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 we, can we verify that? I've not found another one, and I, as until I do, I'm going to keep saying it. There is no other school in these United States that has a set of twins that's on their coaching staff. If, if I'm wrong, please, somebody step out, step out the shadows, show me where you at. 
we're gonna have to get our our, our producer Dagan Hughes to, to to fact check that man. And I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. Can I, can I, I'm not sure if Jeff and Rob are are doing that. You know, that might be that might be above their pay grade right now, man. But we'll, def- <laughs> we'll definitely make sure somebody fact checks that for sure, man. But nonetheless, man, uh, I mentioned, man, a new head coach at Georgia State just finished a heck of a run at Xavier as the as the interim head coach. You guys were able to win uh, the NIT, man, and now obviously back in your home state of Georgia, um, taking over at Georgia State, man, just. Talking about what what the last you know two or three months has been from you know going at, from you know the associate head coach at at Xavier to the interim head coach winning the NIT man and then you know the next few weeks obviously as you transition here to Georgia State uh, taking over as the head coach of this men's basketball program. Well, so it's been a, a wide ranging of emotions as you, you're an associate head coach. You're working for a, a, a fella in in Coach Steele that you really really love and uh, adore and you respect. Uh, to have that change happen when it did, it was kind of surprising a little bit. Uh, but then being put, put um, um, placed in a position where you're called upon to lead young men and you never want to think about an opportunity coming in that way. But a lot of people miss their blessing because it doesn't look the manner in which they thought it was going to look. So I use that opportunity not to to uplift anything that I had in mind, but I just wanted to make it about the guys and and the experience uh, finishing the season strong. They had a lot to play for. Uh, I wanted to feel the air and feel our offices and feel the the gym with positive thoughts and positive vibes and to be able to uh, hone in on uh, um, being a part and believing in something much greater than yourself. I think it was a... um, it was a, uh, a trying time, but I would imagine uh, anybody placed in that position would focus on the guys and the experience at hand. And you know what? We, we, we run up and we win the whole thing. And, um, and everything that comes from that, um, having interviewed for a couple of jobs this cycle, didn't, didn't get them. And to be able to be in a position at Georgia State in my home city, a stone's throw from my home. Um, if you would have told me that, Jonas, you could script your career and better yet, you can script it best case scenario, I don't think the results would have come out um, uh, like it did you know, in this situation. And I tell people often, if you ever want to find out if God has a sense of humor, try, to make it, try making your own plans. Because uh, he has some things in store for you that you can't even probably conceive in your own mind. And also, and I don't want to prophesy or preach to you right here, but all you have to do is have the, the enough faith to keep one foot uh, being pushed, uh, placed in front of the other and keep moving. And like Martin Luther King, you say, if, if you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. Um, but whatever way, you got to keep moving forward. And that's what that's what we've done. Now, you mentioned, you know, just now, I mean, you're, you're from Atlanta and obviously a stone's throw away from the campus, man. You coached for six years at the University of Georgia over in Athens, man. But, I mean, what does it, what does it mean for you to be back home, man? I know you spent the, been, uh, the last four years up in, up in Ohio uh, yeah. at, at Xavier, man. But, I mean, just be, being back in Georgia, being back in your home city, man, what's that been like for you? It's been a dream come true. Now, my experience at, at Xavier was unbelievable. The, the, the people I met, the relationships I've built, the relationships I will sustain going forward – it was 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 great, right? But the opportunity to be at home in your home city, usually when say when somebody say, "Yeah, you back at home coaching," but they're they're an hour and a half, two hours away, bro. Aaron, I am at home. 
we used to play pickup in the sports arena right upstairs, right above my office when I was a, when I was a teenager. And the the amount of family to be able to share this experience with my family and closest friends uh, is a is a situation where many people don't get a chance to experience. And so it is is it never will be lost upon me how fortunate I am to be able to do what I love, but do it at home. Now, you mentioned something as well in your press conference. Um, you mentioned that, obviously, you know, you, you play, you, you had a professional career as a basketball player, and you you were talking with, with your father about, you know, kind of what, whether you wanted to, to keep playing or, or to, to get into your coaching career. And obviously, you said he gave you some advice, you know, that, that, that you kept with you, obviously. Um, and, and that was that, you know, you were kind of battling, all right, do, do, I, do I want to make as much money as I can, or do I kind of want to, you know, start this coaching career? You ended up starting your coaching career, and obviously, your dad ended up passing away. Yep. Um on April 4th, 2016, on a Monday. Yep. And you got a call on a Monday, April 4th, 2022 yep. uh, at Georgia State, man. And you said that it was your dream to, to be a head coach and yep. uh, that you wanted him to be able to see it. But obviously, him him passing away, you didn't get the opportunity to do that. But I mean, just talk to me about, about what that moment was like for you, man, to be able to, to, to walk through that process, man, and to feel like he was still with you, you know, at, 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 at this point in time. So for me, back in 2004, that was actually when I was graduating from college when we had that had that situation. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of deciding whether I should continue to plan, uh, well, go off and pursue a professional career. Yes. I had a couple of NBA workouts. I had opportunities overseas. Or should I start my coaching career? And that was that was the first time I was at a crossroads in my life in terms of a decision that I thought that would make an impact on my life 10, 12, 15 years down the line. And every single body I'd come in contact with, my family, friends, close friends, not so close friends, say, Jonas, you need to make as much money as you can. You need to get as much money as you can so you can set yourself up. Well, growing up, and we wasn't poor. We was a middle, we were a middle class family, but we didn't have any extravagant things. We didn't have any any things in excess by any means. Um, so I was never, we were never driven by the 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 idea of gaining money right and so our decisions as a family growing up was not ever was never rooted in the the um, the accumulation of money it was all about the love and so as i was struggling with it my dad actually wanted me to play because i love basketball but he wanted me to play continue to get as much as i can out of the, the ability that i had while i was still young my mom my twin brother my older two brothers and my sister cousins aunts uncles nieces nephews and my my next day my next door neighbor's cat even wanted me to play <laughs> and so as i was trying to go through that whole scenario uh, my dad in his dinner table voice he just sat me down at our kitchen table and said listen jonas as you try to get through this decision i want you to sit right now for a moment and, and i want you to project 10 years down the line and make a decision right now that you think you'll be able to live with 10 years from now. And I did that and I and I weighed the pros and cons of my own mind and I made a decision to coach because I know I wanted to be a head coach and so on and so forth. And I went and started my high school. I went at uh, Morehouse College with Grady Brewer, South Carolina State, uh, Belmont Abbey. I coached AAU basketball for a little bit, my brother. Then I went over to Belmont Abbey with Stephen Miss. Um, and then I went to University of Georgia with Coach Fox and, and, and Coach Steele at Xavier. And as, as the years rolled by, Aaron, and years rolled by, my dad became sick, he had dementia, and he started to, you know, forget things. And, and 
as you can see things going on, he didn't get diagnosed until he was maybe 61 or 62 years old. And all I would pray for, you know, dad, I want you to see me be a head coach. I want you to be, I want you to see me be a head coach. And at the time he would still be able to talk and he would remember things in, in, in spurts. And he said, you know what, you're going to make a great head coach, blah, blah, blah. And so as he got sicker and sicker and sicker, you know, I was at the university of Georgia and he had, he was placed in a, a memory care facility because his, his memory had gotten to the point where it was probably safe for him and my mother that he would be in the memory care facility and I would go visit him. I never will forget the last time, one of the last time I visited him at a Georgia university of Georgia, um, um, polo on with the, with the, um, the, the block G on my chest. And at that time he had, had forgotten his ability to speak or lost his ability to speak. And, uh, he, he would go in and out of consciousness or uh, moments of clarity where he will remember you some moments and he didn't, Well, this particular time, I could tell you can look in your daddy's eyes when he say, well, I don't know if he knows who I am. Well, as I was walking towards him, you know, he looked at me, but he didn't, you know, second glance at me like, oh, that's, that's, that's Jonas. That's my boy. Well, so as I got close up there to him and he started pointing at my G, he didn't necessarily remember who I was, but he started pointing at the G and for me, that was a moment of unit, uh, synergy where at least he remembers the experience that, that we all had as a family while we played at the University of Georgia. And so I said then, I just want you to live long enough to see me be a head coach. Well, he died on April 4th, 2016. And a way for me, I think my dad was confirming with me that he was with me, not necessarily where I can see him, but I felt him was that uh, Charlie Cobb gave me that call on April 4th, 2022. Aaron, you cannot make it up. And so for me, that was confirmation that James Lewis Hayes uh, was right by my side, even though he wasn't there in the physical, he was certainly there in the emotional and the spiritual. Now, I, I want to touch on something. That obviously, you know, the basketball piece is huge, man. And Georgia State has had a tremendous success, man. They've been to four NCAA tournaments since 2015. Um go Oh yeah, yes sir. Yep, yep. Hey, well, for the fans watching, make sure you look at that hardware, man. Hopefully, we can add a sixth. Uh, you know, uh, after this season coming up, man. But you know, how do you plan to, to keep you know to keep the success going? Obviously, you've done a great job uh, recruiting. Obviously, uh, has, has great success in the state of Georgia with a bunch of guys that uh, have already committed, uh, including Duana Odom from from who came with you from, from Xavier. Um, uh, excuse me, I don't know. Uh, excuse me, uh, Marquavius Brown, who's a high yeah. school kid. Uh, oh, yeah. that he committed from Georgia to come over. Brendan Tucker from, from College of Charleston, also a, a Georgia guy. I mean, talk about, you know, the, the recruiting piece, being able to keep guys at home. And how can you keep, keep this thing rolling uh, at Georgia State? So for me, it starts with the, the unbelievable foundation that Coach Lanier laid here. Uh, it is very rare that you walk into a situation that is as stable from a culture standpoint as what we have here at Georgia State. Uh, I think it, it speaks to the level of person that he is, the level of leader that he is, but also speaks to the level of kids that are currently that currently comprise this program. And let me be very, very clear. It is not my intention to maintain the level of success that Georgia State has had in the, in the recent past. It is now time for us to achieve just a little bit more. And, and if we're going to achieve a little bit more, we're going to have to get kids to understand that at home, all your dreams can come true. Your, your star shines the brightest at home, the people that you know, the people that you love. 
and understanding the opportunity to play for a program that has been the most successful program in this state of Georgia uh, in the last you know decade, eight years or so. I think that's an opportunity that's, that, that a lot of people find too good to pass up. Uh, this is the largest, the ninth largest university in, in the United States. Uh, you're going to get a real college experience with urban, with urban campus. Uh, I think this is the most if, if memory serves me correctly, the most diverse, one of the most diverse campuses in the United States. It graduates the second most African-American um, 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 males in the United States. So I think the opportunity here and do it at home. Uh, now, again, I told, I said people at my, I told people at my uh, press conference, we will not put a fence around the state of Georgia, right? Because uh, that gives the illusion that we want to keep people where they don't want to stay. All right. But I'm going to tell you this. If you want to stay close to home, we're going to put our arms around you and show you and, and reveal to you and paint a clear enough picture that you can see the opportunity you have to, to play basketball at an elite level, uh, playing the NCAA tournament um, uh, as a regular uh, participant and do it close to home where your friends and family, as, as I just alluded to a minute ago in my a story about my father, uh, those are experiences that you will never, ever be able to take back. Those experiences you'll never be able to, you can't create those other places. Now, of course, one thing you said during the, uh, the press conference as well was that uh, when, when you were at Georgia, Mark Fox kind of threw you into the fire and it was a sink or swim mentality. And you said, uh, I can't swim. Uh, but I cannot drown. Can you really not swim? Is, is, is that? Yeah. So, so we, so we learned, my brother and I learned how to swim at the MLK auditorium, uh, not auditorium. Uh, so I'm not a, I'm not a um, expert swimmer. I know how not to drown. All right. And, and I'm thankful for coach Fox for, for throwing me out there like that, because had he, had he not done that, I don't think I'd be in the position I'm in now. Um, but I can swim but it's probably more depth for me to say, I know how not to drown. I just wanted to make sure I was like, Hey man, you can't, you can't have coach out here, out here, 40 years old. Can't, can't swim, man. I know you got to do, do some nice, you know, overseas trips, you know what I'm saying? Going, going down. Playing one now. Yeah. Oh, all right. All right. Good, good. Well, I want, I wanted to make sure, man, but this has been an awesome coach. I don't want to take up too much of your time, man. I want to thank you so much for coming on with us today, man. And obviously you're going to wish you the best of luck this season. I know you're going to do great things at, at Georgia state. All right. All right. Thank you for having me on, brother. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.